Let's go. Burnout. 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 Combat burnout. Exhausted. Overwhelmed. Millennials are also burnt out. Are there ways to help? Welcome to Beating Burnout, the podcast where we discuss strategies for getting more done and stressing out less. Today we talk about the concept of a social battery and how all of our social batteries are collectively being depleted faster from being inside for so long and ways that we can plan around that and start to reintegrate back into our social lives to discuss all of this and more. Here's Robin. So uh, this past weekend was Memorial Day weekend here in the States and um, I had some friends coming in from out of town, uh, a couple that my husband and I were super close with when they lived in Vegas and they now live in Texas. Um, They came in for Memorial Day weekend because the gal of the pair uh, is both pregnant and it's her birthday. So um, as kind of like a reunion and a baby shower, she decided that she wanted to spend Memorial Day weekend in Vegas and so Um, Our old friend crew got back together and they came into town uh, Wednesday evening and they left early Monday. So for reference, um, we haven't seen them in a year and a half. And also we have not been social for a year and a half. So (laughs) um, here in Las Vegas, everything is is back open. Like the the bars are open. Everything's open here. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. So like... (laughs) <laughs> during slash you know aspiring to post pandemic um so it was kind of weird um for all of us but what was most noticeable well also it was super fun to be honest um it was very fun to kind of just be back and at restaurants and out at bars and stuff um as safely as possible and we're all vaccinated so we're feeling good feeling comfortable and then monday hits and I dropped them off at the airport early in the morning. Yeah. And all day Monday, I am depressed. I am like sluggish. I am feeling like mentally the thoughts of depression were swirling around and I haven't felt them in a long time. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I was <laughs> I was Googling, why do I feel depressed after socializing? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, because this is the thing that I just haven't felt in a long time. Um, sometimes yeah. when you know I'm I'm out and about and socializing, whether it's whether it's like with friends or whether it's at a networking event or you know meeting people out and about, interfacing with a lot of people, especially face to face in person, um, I feel very drained at the yeah. end of the day. So I'll only have like I've only I've a couple of those things a week. Um, and it's why, you know, my business moving entirely online in the past 18 months has really been beneficial because I can't Mm -hmm. fully serve my clients seeing them back to back in person, Mm -hmm. like three appointments in a row or three appointments Mm -hmm. in a day. That Mm -hmm. is like, I'm at the end of that, just not feeling my best. Uh Um, I just got to thinking like, I hadn't planned for this come down and you know now that thankfully sorry it was tuesday that i was feeling super depressed because monday was memorial day so we went and saw other friends for like a mini kind of hangout yeah so the next work day i was useless 
and I hadn't planned for that. And so I was like, um, there's supposed to be like an email going out. There's supposed to be like a video being made and like mentally I was just not in it Mm -hmm. and I didn't, I ended up not doing any of that stuff. Yeah. So I thought this might be a good conversation for today because I feel like yeah. who like the version of of introvert that I feel like I have grown into has yeah. been magnified over the past 18 months of right. just being home with the pandemic. Um, and yeah, I just I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on introversion and extroversion and, you know, yeah. How can we just have a conversation around how we can manage it instead of being uh-huh. at the mercy of it? Yeah. 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 Uh, that's a, that's a, such an interesting point you bring up. I know that like uh, I went to a thing in a, a, a friend's wedding last year and it was the first time, uh, you know, during the pandemic that I had met up with a group of people that was larger than five, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, we had like all gotten the test before and like, you know, kind of like, uh, try to make it like a bubble you know and uh Mm -hmm. when we as soon as we got there like people were awkward you know it was strange (laughs) it was like you know uh, it's just having so many people in a room who had not socialized in such a long time uh Mm -hmm. start to feel this way you know and uh where where my mind goes when you say uh you know that you felt kind of like your social battery was drained after having to do that whole weekend and then go out with friends to the point of like yeah that it felt depressing Mm -hmm. that's yeah, uh, I mean, the first first place my mind goes is I want that has to do with your, you know, would you call it like an archetype or whatever, like introvert versus extrovert uh, via the Jungian archetypes, mm-hmm. like personality tests and how much of it is just this is a skill that, you know, actually does drain you and you're able to build up more of an endurance towards it when you're socializing constantly. And that's something that you've been missing. Mm. Oh, I like that take on it. How it's kind of like it. <laughs> Like you build your endurance as if as if uh, you're building muscle endurance, essentially, or lung endurance for like a marathon or something. Well, I mean, it um, is, right? Because when you go into a social situation, it's not like, you know, um, you, there's different ways you can show up, right? You can kind of just be there, be a fly on the wall. Like, you know, you can be there and yeah. just uh, get through the conversation or you can be really energetic and just bring your full attention to it, like everything that you have. And that's a different... Yeah you know, it, that's a different type of energy that that takes, right? To show up enthusiastically, to show up like fully listening, like things that you have to do, I'm sure, you know, in your coaching calls when you do them, which is why they can be so draining to have three of them back to back as opposed to what it would be like to just like, you know, talk to a friend for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I imagine Memorial Day, you're bringing everything, right? You haven't seen this friend in a year and a half. Like you're trying to, you know, catch up so much on everything about everything. And yeah, there's a lot of energy. Yeah, and it's it was interesting because our, our our little group was um, between between like seven and like seven and ten people, and then at the baby shower it was like twenty people, and it's mm-hmm. just like when you say uh, you know how you're showing up. The image that came to mind was like when I speak at events, like if I'm speaking at a conference or a networking event or some kind of event. I make sure in my prep to clear out my calendar for the rest of the day. So I'm not mm-hmm. taking any calls because I know I'm going to be exhausted after the presentation mm-hmm. or the talk or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But if I'm attending a conference and I'm watching other speakers, I'm attending different um, workshops or something. 
that it's not so bad. It's a different kind of tiredness. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, yeah, there might be something to that. Um, yeah. And yeah, there, there are other elements in terms of like, you know, when I am in a social, social situation, are we hanging out and chilling? Are we mm-hmm. actively having conversations? Are we mm-hmm. talking about difficult subjects? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure all of those play a factor into the different resulting energy levels that I'm walking away with, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I bet this mm. is just like so much more complex we can even, you know, get to today because you think about Zoom fatigue, right? What's required to show up for like a Zoom call? You know, mm-hmm. it's very natural to kind of not want to pay attention, especially when you're not the one talking. Like, Mm -hmm. literally, physically, nothing stands out about your screen over any other tab that you have open. Mm. Um, It's, (laughs) you know, kind of like, your brain has to do extra work, at least I think, to, you know, imagine that you're actually sitting face-to-face with that person and Mm. engaging with them as fully. You don't have, like, all of the extra, like, like all of your other senses are almost, like, uh, distracted by things that are probably more compelling. As opposed to when you're like with a person face to face, you have so many different like, you know, um, you, you, you see them in 3D, you might like smell mm-hmm. them, you might like, you know, feel their presence like in a way that yeah. kind of directs your attention there. You mm-hmm. know, it's not competing with everything. And uh, I think you're so smart for, you know, blocking off your day. I don't know anyone else who does that when they have something that they know is going to affect their energy in a particular way. But um I don't know. I'm curious how much that has to do with your natural inclination towards introversion or extroversion. Like, have have you done those personality tests, the Myers-Briggs and all that? I have. And I get, I've gotten different answers over the years. You've gotten different <laughs> answers. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes, so when I go, I find those kinds of assessments actually very challenging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it has to do with getting caught up on the wording Mm-hmm. Um, whereas it's more of, I think they're generally phrased in terms of, you know, do you, do you feel like this is more energizing or for the most part, do you, mm-hmm. and then I start thinking about specific circumstances and I'm like, yeah. ah, and I'm, I know I'm overanalyzing the questions sure. <laughs> and I haven't, sure. Sure. I haven't done one of those in a while lately, but uh-huh. And it kind of conflicts because I like being social. Like I like going mm-hmm. out. I like mm-hmm. socializing. And I think, uh, and in the moments I'm having a great time and I feel like excited to be there. Mm-hmm. It's the, for a while, when I first started noticing this a few years ago, it was af- like the day after mm-hmm. or the morning after where I'm like, Oh, I don't want to talk to anyone. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to like have any social interactions with anyone for at least like twelve hours today. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know if that. So to be perfectly clear, I'm sure that other things like you know, was there drinking involved? Was there like yeah. dancing involved? Are you physically exhausted? Are you yeah. like, were you nervous about seeing someone there? Like. Yeah all of those kind of like this parasympathetic and sympathetic systems kind of like leveling back out again. Mm-hmm. Um, they all kind of play a part, but I guess because I always thought of 
I always thought of myself as like an introvert that became an extrovert and that is now an introvert again. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, if you or anybody you know is thinking about starting their own podcast and is just intimidated by the technology part of it and how the setup would work, trust me, it's so much easier than you think. Just use the Anchor app. That's what I'm using to record this podcast episode as well as all the episodes of this podcast, and it couldn't be easier to use. It lets you call someone and start a recording on the spot. It gives you an easy place to store all of your clips, overlay music, add sponsorships, and do so much more. I couldn't encourage it more. In my opinion, hands down, the easiest way to start a podcast. I highly recommend it. Visit anchor.fm to learn more. Those questions could be analyzed forever. You know, you could sit and yeah. say, do you feel more energized? And it's like, oh, well, I went to this party last week and felt this way, but then I did that thing and felt that way. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. What am I? Right. How do I even answer this question? Like, yeah. it, it can get like crazy. <laughs> right. And then it's like when you just answer them off of a gut feeling, then you have that hesitance. Like, is this even really accurate? Like, do you know yeah. me, Test? You know, I don't think you know me. Right. Like, and uh, you don't know I, me, Myers-Briggs. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I, I totally get your, your, your hesitation there because I think like, you know, I, I tested introverted like all the way through high school. Mm. And, uh, you know, I feel like I don't know if I was introverted, but I know that I was shy. I know that I was unconfident in social situations yeah. Yeah. and kind of changing that like when I was in college and beyond now I'll consistently test as an extrovert. Mm, and that feels weird to me because I feel like I need so much more alone time than most people that I know. Mm. You know, I love spending time by myself. And I wonder if that like, you know, even comfort level in that plays a role. Mm. Like, which is why like kind of just the terms introversion and extroversion kind of like feel like these, you know, these confining categories that I don't yeah. know if they like kind of really hit on why you might be feeling that way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think like I prefer to think of it like more in terms of like a social battery, because like for you, Robin, as long as I've known you, I've always thought you to be great with people at talking to people like you oh, genuinely thanks. seem connected to people and enjoy the time that you're spending with them. But it's just like, yeah, you know, like 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 a physical activity. It's like there's only so much you can, you know, give before you're kind of depleting your own like energetic reserves. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think all of us are probably weaker in that category right now, given that we've, uh, you know, uh, given the circumstances we're all living in. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. so I think supernatural, but, you know, um, supernatural, not supernatural for you to be feeling this way. I think <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, uh, to be expected. But I thought what was really interesting is you said, like, you had these things that you had to get done the next day. And it was just you just felt like incapable of doing those things. And yeah. like, uh, you know, a big part of me wonders where that comes from. Like you said you have the, this series of tasks that you needed to do. Like what came to your mind when you were thinking about doing those tasks after? Hmm. Um, <laughs> so two main thoughts consecutively came up. And the first one was I need to shape, I need, um, what was it? It was, I, I can't run my business like this. Mm. Like I can't, I, in terms of, I can't run a business whether or based on whether I feel like it or not, whether mm. I feel like mm. I can show up or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. Because framing it in that way, it just felt very like now the success, it felt very like huge. Um, yeah. The success of my business depends on whether I feel mm -hmm. like 
you know, mm -hmm. showing up in the moment. And then all right. of these like, you know, kind of like very aggressive motivational speakers are like, <laughs> Life They're yelling in your head. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. No one cares. Nobody Work cares harder. Like, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, yeah. Ooh. yeah. Like, I, yeah. I don't know what I want to do with all this. And then the the second thought was, I need to restructure my business. So it was like huh. one weekend of of lots of activities. Essentially, yeah. like it could be, it could have been this. It was very unusual to have like so many social situations back to back. But it could also have been like if we had been hosting someone, because I find hosting people from out of town to be super draining. Um, so much more you have to think about. Yeah. And then like, yeah. you know, you put, I put pressure on myself to like be a good hostess, make sure someone else's needs are met all day, every day for the next like four mm -hmm. days, however long they're mm -hmm. in town. And mm -hmm. I know that is self-induced and I fully yeah, yeah. recognize like I have ownership over those thoughts and there are things I can do sure. to mitigate that. And sure. like the fact that one weekend of whatever the activity was yeah. leads to, I need to restructure my LLC. Like what? Yeah. That it's just yeah. like, yeah. it can be, and it's an like earlier version, right? it's catastrophizing. Yeah. And an yeah. earlier version of me would have acted on that. Yeah. But I know in this moment or at this, yeah. you know, phase of who I am is that I refuse to make decisions from that emotional state. Right. Like, right. like, yeah, let's entertain the thoughts. Let's have the ideas of, hey, maybe maybe you do want something that's a little bit more self-sufficient without you physically being part of it all the time. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't need to need to be physically present for it to serve in mm -hmm. some way. But let's kind of put a pin in that and revisit this idea when yeah. you're in a more kind of like homeostasis kind of place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's just but, a testament yeah, to your progress, yeah. I think. Like, you've done some great work, like, deep work and oh, kind of, like, reevaluating your own thought patterns. Yeah, of course. I think that's the greatest sign of progress when you can see how you reacted to something and recognize that's not the way you would have reacted to it a couple of years ago. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, great, great, great mm -hmm. job in terms of, you know, recognizing that and not getting, like, letting yourself spiral because of it. You know, mm -hmm. you can recognize the fact that, okay, this is a depressing feeling right now, but I'm not going to, like, let this be my life now. Like, this isn't yeah. who I am now. Let me just, like, yes. take a step back and wait, you know, wait for it to pass. Yeah, it's so, like being able um, to watch. Yeah, it's like being able to just watch your own reaction and watch your yeah. thoughts from, like, a detached seat. Yeah, but, like, you know, I'm sure it must have been alarming, right? Like, as someone who's been running their own business for several years, has, you know, you've, you know, had, like, you know, times where you've really, really, like, put in so much hustle into this, so I'm sure and overcome a yeah. lot of things and work long hours, I'm sure it must have been surprising to you to come off of a weekend of fun and then just say like, what? Why can't I do this? <laughs> you know? And it's like, yeah. you know, I'm making an assumption here, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it almost seems like it was that, like, you know, resistance that came up or that fear of saying like, okay, there is no way that this can be the thing that deters me from getting things done. And if so, then it's just a testament to like how weak I am or incapable I am of doing this. I think that's what mm. seemed like it caused the depression. Interesting. Okay. So I love that, that that's a take on that because that um, would have been me before. Okay. Yes. That okay. this would have been like your week, suck it up, show up, do the work. Nobody cares. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody uh. cares how you feel. Um, so that type of, that type of mentality, I apply that in my 
for the most part, the fitness world, like okay. when I'm working out. Yeah. Now, when it comes to my work work, mm -hmm. um, because it is so much centered into not pushing, like mm -hmm. it's more of a, an evolution into receiving and acting in a way that serves at the highest instead of mm -hmm. forcing things to happen. Mm -hmm. um, it was more of, oh yeah, this is what this feels like. Mm -hmm. um, what can I do to, to, to accommodate it instead of to mm -hmm. fight it off. And like, this is something mm -hmm. that you shouldn't be feeling this. You are weak for, for doing this. Mm -hmm. um, I save that for like my obstacle course races. I save that for like, yeah. the gym. and yeah. then in the workplace, it's more of a, mm -hmm. an internal conversation of this is part of your natural rhythms. Like this is just yeah. how you like end up feeling after a lot of social activity. It feels far away because you haven't done it in so long, but I yeah. guess this is still a thing. So how can I, yeah. what can I do to make room for that and to make sure that that's taken care of while my clients are still taken care of. Yeah. And so yeah. it's, it is shuffling the way I, the way I do those things because I took the social battery levels and the energy mm -hmm. levels as as this is part of who I am. So I'm not mm. looking to change that. I'm looking to change mm -hmm. like the work that I do and how I do the work. Yeah. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. So just an internalized sense of like, this is a, this is a, an obstacle that cannot be moved. This is a physical limit as to who I am. And because um, of that, or, okay. Well, yeah, it's more sorry. of like, uh, it's like, it's more mm. of like this, this shouldn't have to be moved. It shouldn't kind of, have to be moved. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not like it yeah. can't be moved. Yeah. I'm like, there are probably yeah. things that I that I could do I to could not feel that yeah. way. Yes. Yeah. And right. like I could right. still show up yeah. and like suck it up and do the work. Um mm. but I think because in my mind I attach it to like mm. this is just like how I'm wired as in yeah. terms of like health. Yeah. That for for me, like health is non negotiable. Like right. if I force my way through this and write probably a shitty email and record like a half-assed video that I will have to re-record anyway because I will not yeah. be satisfied with the quality of it. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, I like everyone is better off if I yeah. just kind of insulate today if and I show up right. better tomorrow. Sure. sure. So that's kind of like the negotiation that I had, but uh -huh. like I I'm basically done um with like trying to like berate myself into just putting one foot forward because yeah. i realized like i like it's not a company of people who's depending on me this might be a different conversation if i had like mm. an assistant or like mm -hmm. people who were mm -hmm. waiting mm -hmm. for decisions from me and my business yeah uh that day and like we had meetings mm -hmm. that day that this might be a different conversation but because it's mm -hmm. just me mm -hmm. i'm like you know what like i i'm the only one who's making the rules here like yeah. why would I make life harder just because I don't yeah. want to like flex a role that that doesn't need to be like yeah. acknowledged today. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And I mean like that's entirely reasonable thought process to go down. I think like, yeah, you one were able to acknowledge that like this seems like a conflict of like, you know, do I need to keep moving because all the motivational videos told me to? Or mm -hmm. do I acknowledge like how I feel right now in this moment, mm -hmm. you know, and what I need for like my, 
my mental well-being. And it's like、mm-hmm. when you kind of like see it as that type of conflict, then that makes the decision easy. You say, "I've already set this rule." You know, health wins every time. Yes. So that's what we're gonna go with. You know, and then also looking at the reality of the situation. Okay, what's the cost of me making this decision? No、mm-hmm. one gets hurt. You know, so、mm-hmm. I can make this decision, and that's fine. Yep. Yeah. 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 So now that、yeah. you look back at it now, like. How do you feel about it in terms of like what happens next time, or you know,、yeah. how do you feel like how accurately do you feel like you know the thought process you had in that moment reflects the accuracy of the situation? Um, part, looking back on it now, I'm like I should have seen this coming. Like I,、okay. what was I doing scheduling、yeah. anything to be done on Tuesday? Yeah.、Um, yeah. So so doing doing some advanced planning the next time. Something like this happens、yeah. um, would be、mm. would be super helpful, but also to get ahead of that work. Like,、yeah. so does that? Because part of me is like, so does this mean like every time you're out of town or hosting someone or socializing to any extent, like the beginning of the week is just a wash? Like, is that、mm-hmm. is that just how we're gonna do things?、Um, and to me, that's not acceptable. Like, this was、yeah. a kind of un- unexpected. Like, oh yeah, this is still a thing for me.、Um, mm-hmm. Reason why Tuesday was a total wash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in the future, it's not just I'm not taking I'm not doing active work and taking calls the next day, but I'm also like I'll do an extra push to make sure、mm-hmm. that things can go out at the beginning、mm-hmm. of the week. So like you know, queue up a newsletter, like make sure、mm-hmm. that the videos go out ahead of time, things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But to also like. You know, in the moment, do we have to be at the mercy of our energy levels? Like throughout the weekends,、yeah. should I、yeah. have blocked out time for a nap? Should I have、yeah. taken time to like just check in with myself during the evening or afternoon,、mm. socializing and be like, gather my thoughts and be like, hey, is like, how is just、mm-hmm. checking in with my energy levels, checking in with the kind of thoughts that I'm having? Yeah. Because、um, yeah. I will, you know, I will fully admit that during the course of the weekend, there were thoughts that were somewhat anxious-driven and somewhat like that should have to need to push energy. That that in and of itself is draining.、Mm-hmm. Like、if I go around all day saying I have to do this, I need to do this, it、yeah. could be like I have to count like Q-tips in a jar, and it, it could be something like really. And it's like, and it's not helpful because you can exhaust yourself infinitely by thinking about those things, yes, right? And yes. it's so hard to know the. To draw the line between like, okay, this is like something that is a warning that I should heed to, or this is、mm-hmm. just another anxious thought of which there are infinite that will keep、yes. me, you know, drained if I just go down each one of them. So I think you know, fair to say, like you didn't see this coming, and that's okay. I think you know,、mm-hmm. step one is just to say like, let's it happen, let's forgive it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, because you're stepping into a territory that a lot of people don't even venture into, which is like, how do I proactively, you know, anticipate how、yeah. things are going to affect my energy, understand what control I have at each part of the process, and like plan recovery in a way that doesn't mess with my work schedule. Like, yeah, these are not easy things that you're doing, and it's uncharted territory, right? I think you know everyone's like familiar with the fact that we need rest. We need recovery. We need、mm-hmm. to monitor, you know, our thoughts. And there's times to push, and there's times to pull, and there's times to compromise. But like, kind of like, there's no perfect formula that's been laid out about how to do all of those things, right?、Sure. It's just a skill, right? Yeah. And it's a skill that you've 
spent a lot of time developing, but this is the first really big social weekend that you've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think I would be, you know, like, not, you know, really being honest if, you know, we could, like, try to make assumptions about how much of that is due to, you know, your social battery, you know, or your social muscles mm-hmm. not being, like, you know, flexed for a while and how much of an impact that has, you know, mm-hmm. how much of it is that this is just a natural, like, kind of, like, okay, how you exist in the world. You know, you're a person who feels a lot, who perceives a lot, like, you know, you take yeah. in a lot and you give a lot. So that's obviously going to be draining in social situations, no matter what, mm-hmm. all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like you have an awareness of all of these things that are factors that come into play. Right. So it's like rather than try to, you know, make a contingency plan for each single thing that comes up, like what can you take away from this particular occurrence that you think might just be generally helpful for you to develop your instincts moving forward? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, um, I think it really comes down to, to what I <laughs> walk in the talk, essentially practicing what I preach around. There's always something mm-hmm. that you can do, even if it's think a different thought mm-hmm. that can empower yourself to set yourself up for just a better, higher quality experience of life. Yeah, And it could be just a moment. It could be an afternoon. It could be a, a week, but you know, those add up to, yeah, a life that where you're better off you're more empowered you're more fulfilled and thriving and mm-hmm. it's such a remind it's such an amazing reminder that if we don't take ownership of it mm-hmm. life will take ownership of us and that might yeah. not be the best experience mm-hmm. um and not to say like you know i died as a result of this weekend it was, it was <laughs> yeah. like there yeah. are things that happens that could have been avoided and that weren't to my preference. Um, and that honestly probably could have also enhanced the, the, mm. the moments throughout the weekend too, instead of showing up to the dinner, like exhausted because we saw each other for like brunch or whatever. Like there are, there are little moments, like I said before, that can add up into just an overall higher, higher quality of life. If we just take the time, mm. invest the time and mm. brain power, to say, how do I want to do this? How do I want to show up? Yeah. And I think like for your specific situation, it sounds like, you know, um, this is just something I'm gaining from the way you've been describing these events is that like, you do not want a full day of recovery after a weekend. You know, that's the unacceptable thing here, right? If your friend had left on Sunday and you had all of Monday to lounge around and do nothing, it seems like that would have been okay. Yeah. Or at least better, you know, like that would have been more acceptable. Yeah. Um, But it's the fact that you had plans for that day. You had things you wanted to create. You wanted your energy. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like, it it, it seems like, you know, what you're saying to me is like, you need to understand when you want your energy so you can understand when you need to conserve your energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so funny. Like, I love that you... I love that you phrase things in these ways because it brings to light that it's not just about like, 
oh my gosh, you're so tired after a weekend of partying. I feel so bad. <laughs> it's like <Yeah>. I, <laughs> it's it is actually just it just happens to be the most recent training ground for yeah. how are you doing showing up as an individual who lives intentionally. Yeah. And for the most part for that weekends, it was going back and forth of living from defaults and a past version of me just which is so easy when we have like long long-term friendships we show up as we habitually do and showing up as a different version of ourselves in social situations where we have long history with people histories with people can be difficult to break those habits and to to like dare to show up as a more evolved version of yourself um vacillating between that and showing up intentionally and making sure that you are you're doling out your energy and attention and your behaviors in a way that aligns with who you're trying to grow into mm-hmm. can be can be tricky and it can be exhausting mm-hmm. but also a reminder like hey that old version of you just around the corner mm-hmm. right she's she's not gone forever she's just around the corner it's just about like what was the everything to do with our lives whether it's work social personal whatever mm-hmm. is an opportunity for us to show up as the version of ourselves we aspire to show up as right so when you forget that it's all a training grounds then mm-hmm. the old version of you can show up or old habits and paradigms can show up and leave you mm-hmm. exhausted so that showing up as your aspirational self can feel mm-hmm. that much harder when yeah. it's all said and done Yeah. 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 No, it's it's I, never I, about like guys just never about just to put kind of like a, a fine point on it. Um it's never about the thing. It's never about the party, the circumstance, mm-hmm. the conversation. It's never about that. It's mm-hmm. the bigger picture of who were you were you showing up? Were you living in a way that's intentionally designing your life experience this weekend or yesterday or a second ago? or were you living reactively through life and which one have you decided that is the way that you want to live so it's it's this bigger picture that is so easy to lose sight of if we don't like stay diligent about it yeah yeah and i mean like not to undermine what that takes at all you know i feel like probably just applying intentionality in the way that you did this weekend was exhausting in and of itself and really like you know yeah. to say that this solution to the problem that you faced was to apply even more intentionality to things that you weren't even necessarily considering like that's not something that i think is like a fair expectation to put on past you and mm-hmm. like you said this being a training ground that's just a blip like one day is not going to matter but um right making the choice to say okay now there's this other dimension of my life that is going to re-enter and re-become a part of my life and that's something to be managed too. Yeah. And yeah. And it I mean it's cool like I'm curious to see like with your with the wedding that you were uh referencing mm-hmm. earlier. Um something that I noticed in my situations was that like old anxieties I had. Like I oh, can yeah. get very self-conscious, I can get very nervous about like you know making sure that you know I look a certain way or that I didn't have mm-hmm. said something stupid or like yeah. you know I get very self-conscious about my impression on other people yeah. and I was like oh wow like I haven't felt that in a long time because it's just it's me in the house 
<laughs> like I don't have a lot of and me on a zoom call it's basically like you see my shoulders and my head yeah. so like typically I'm wearing like sports clothes from the waist yeah. down and business clothes from the waist up mm -hmm. um, but so I don't have to worry about all that kind of extra stuff yeah but the, the worries and the anxieties and, and all that like stuff that pops up again mm -hmm. in these you know <laughs> full body full three-dimensional circumstances Mm -hmm. For me, are reminders of like, ah, still got some growth to do here. Still got some mm -hmm. confidence work to do here. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, we're getting used to like relearning how to socialize after self-quarantining or isolation for a while. But like, curious to see in your situations, if you've noticed any of those things that are still like, huh, I didn't realize I had more work still to do here. 100%. I mean, I moved yeah. during the quarantine, right? And I moved back home to my parents' place. That's and right. Yeah. Seeing a lot of uh, old friends, you come to realize little things about how your brain kind of these like uh, heuristics, like almost <laughs> like it's got like the stage set as to who you mm -hmm. are in the situation. And it immediately applies that when you see these people. And yeah. I remembered like, you know, kind of like just like a little random thing about how like clumsy I used to be as a kid. You know, and it was like, as soon as I like saw some of my childhood friends again, it was like, that was the first thing that like came to mind. Like, oh, I'm a clumsy person, you know? And it was like, you know, I like tripped when I was like trying to put my shoe on, you know? Cause we'd like gone over to a friend's place to play video games or something, you know? And it was like on the way out, I was like, wait, what? That's not something I do anymore, <laughs> you know? And it's not like, it's not like, you know, okay, sure. But I knew it wasn't random, you know? It wasn't just a random mm. trip because in my mind I was like, almost caught, like scared of it the whole time like oh what if I do something embarrassing what if I stumble you know and it was just like and then it like happened and it was like oh whoa this is so weird that like <laughs> you know there's this like a corner of my brain that has been untouched by all of the you know work that I've been trying to do on yeah. myself and I need to like you know like remind like show that part of myself like no you know new habits new patterns still apply here Mm, mm. I wonder if your brain was like readying itself to be like, like yeah. when you identify as I'm a clumsy person around these yeah. situations, like the brain yeah. is like, okay, like this is going to be tricky. Like, yeah, just preparing itself for some kind of stumble to happen. Right, right. And it, it, it totally is. And I think it's like, we're all going to be facing a lot of that very very mm -hmm. soon because i'm sure a lot of us have changed in very significant ways over the last couple of years like it or not change has been thrust upon us right and i think sure. like it's what you i think the experience you had is probably foreshadowing of like a lot of what's going to happen and i think there's going to be you know the default reaction to that is just to chalk it up to a bad day right mm -hmm. <laughs> or you know you just yeah, kind of zombie just through your work day just yeah. Do it and then that's it, right? Without making any significant changes. But I think with time, it's going to be important for people to recognize that a lot of the changes that have been made serve them and a lot of them do not. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I think for some people, it's just going to be a matter of like, oh my God, I cannot wait to get back out there. You know, and it's like, if that tires me out in certain ways, then so be it. I'll just get used to it the way I was before. But I think, you know, the reality for most people, it'll probably be more subtle than that. It'll probably be like, hey, I don't want to be the person who I was around this. Oh, I noticed that, like, okay, going out more than three nights a week is actually exhausting in a way that I don't like. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. or it's like, yeah, it's going to take some time to get used to things. But I think it all comes down to, like you mentioned before, it's like, 
keeping that intentionality with you at all times and understanding like what do I like and not like about the situation but I don't think there's going to be you know um yeah. a uniform way to step into that I think everyone's mm-hmm. just going to have to experience it and understand like what do they want their lives to look like now because yeah. I think what you just pointed out really brings up something really key which is like the world is changing now again yeah you yeah. know and if we don't decide how we want to show up then things will just go back to how they were before mm-hmm. and maybe that works for some people but i'm guessing for a lot of people it doesn't work at least in every way yeah 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 i mean i do that's a great point i do hope that people take this opportunity of of being confronted with some serious back to back changes and you know pandemic coming in and then everything opening up um mm-hmm. where the the understanding that you have a decision in how you mm-hmm. want to come through this is always on the table mm-hmm. instead of well this is the way the world is so i guess this is how i'm going to live right um, right that kind of like default reactive hey world's just tell me what how i'm supposed to move through life now um mm-hmm. that that becomes less and less of a a default mode rather than like huh what can i do here how can how can this work in my favor mm-hmm. i hope that's a you know a more prevalent thought than mm-hmm. than before and the thing is you know coming back to introversion and extroversion mm-hmm. i get a little bit frustrated i get to be honest i get a little bit frustrated when i see you know funny memes and stuff on social media and what not about those two things uh-huh. because i think we <laughs> we like to simplify things and so we take like oh introverts yeah. mean that you're going to be like hiding in a corner and you never want to yeah. come out of the house and extroverts yeah. means that you're going to be like dancing on the tables yeah it's like the when we and you can only be one <laughs> for the whole yeah. entirety of your life and it's got to be that extreme yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. There, there is no multi-dimensional aspect to this yeah. um yeah you i think it ends up being kind of like a an excuse yeah, for people to knock take not take ownership over yeah. over their experience of life like well i mean i used to do this as a kid i was super shy as a kid to the point where like teachers didn't think they weren't sure if i could speak or not oh my god <laughs> like in up until like second grade basically they were like i does she need like some kind of speech therapy or some kind of like special mm-hmm. help it was just i was gripped with mm-hmm. um i guess self-consciousness and fear of being judged mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff yeah. that yeah. and i was always told like oh she's just a shy kid and so i hid behind yeah. that label of well i'm shy yeah so yeah. i don't need to learn how to speak up because this is mm-hmm. just who I am and I think some people tends we we tend to lean into like oh I'm an extrovert so like of course I'm going out or mm-hmm. like I'm an introvert so no I don't I don't participate in any of these kinds of events mm-hmm. but I hope people kind of get around that and I hope whoever listens to this can kind of see like you know you always have things that you can do whether or not you're technically an introvert technically mm-hmm. an extrovert like yeah that you know you have still some a lot of say in in how you live your life and what what yeah. your experience of that life is too. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's a here's a here's a curveball for you. So <laughs> thinking about how you've changed since the beginning of the pandemic, now when the world opens back up again, what's one thing you want to do differently than how you did before? Than before the pandemic started? Yeah, in relation to things opening back up. Is there anything yeah. you do differently? 
Um, I want to keep my. <laughs> I want to maintain ownership over my calendar,、mm-hmm. and I say that because before the pandemic, I was going to way too many networking events and be,、yeah. I was just out too much under the.、Right. Kind of crowbarred excuse that it's for work, like it's networking. Yeah, it's,、uh-huh. and you can always. Someone was saying like, "There's, there's no such thing as like too much networking." All right, right. And you can get and you have those expressions you can、that. hide behind all day and not get a thing yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like labels, you can always find some kind of like quip or an expression to be like to justify to hide behind. Right. Why you're like dragging yourself in the door at six o'clock and being like, "Well, life is just supposed to suck." Yeah. Life's a bitch, and then you die. And it's like,、yeah. well, I mean, yeah. If you live that way, that's how it's gonna be. Yeah.、Um, so, I like the fact that I've only seen like two people for coffee this year,、yeah. um, and I <laughs> fully like expect to maintain that. And that's my intention、yeah. to be like, people are inviting me to in-person networking events, and I'm like, absolutely、yeah. not. I'm not、yeah. doing any of that.、Yeah. Um, but I, I do also realize, like, I. I care what people think, and I care. Like I,、mm-hmm. I still get uncomfortable if I feel like I'm being excluded,、mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm not a part of something. So,、mm-hmm. just having like compassion for that part of myself that still hasn't evolved yet、yeah. to the point where I would love it to be,、yeah. um, and just holding fast to like the、mm-hmm. fact that my time is a、mm-hmm. huge asset, and so I need to、mm-hmm. honor it as such. Yeah. I love that, and another、yeah. one that might be a little, a little, another tricky one too. Sorry to hit you with the back-to-backs, but like <laughs> you know, you、uh, you mentioned that you know you always have a choice, right? And you say that like you know, introverts, extroverts. Okay, let's move away from those labels and show up the way that you want to show up, right? Yeah. So now, when you think about okay, like you have you know this long Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. You know about yourself that these things drain you in a very particular way.、Mm-hmm. Like, what's the ideal version of yourself, and how does she show up to a weekend like that? Does she somehow、Ooh. make some change that she's never drained by anything, or is it like managing it? I guess like what's the like how do we distinguish between those two things? You know, whether it's like a、mm. difference to what you can do, or like you know, or it's like a respect for some sort of limit that exists. I think that's kind of like the contradiction I'm getting stuck on. Interesting, interesting.、Um, that's a really amazing question.、Um, so I'll answer only as as I can answer, which is just like specifically for myself and、yeah. my situations.、Yeah. Um, I. Hmm. It's acknowledging、um, the fact that this many kind of social things back to back, like multiple times a day, multiple、yeah. days in a row,、um, is going to be draining.、Mm-hmm. So just like full stop, acknowledge like that this is going to be yeah. draining. Yeah. And to have to plan things like. Um, better nutrition in, because、mm-hmm. like when you're on the go with friends, you're just kind of grabbing whatever happens、yeah. to like. Oh, like fast food happens、restaurant. a lot more、like、than it does、yeah. otherwise. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Why did my dinner end up being onion rings and a fucking、yeah. cookie pizza? <laughs> Sorry for the f bomb.、Um, I mean that sounds delicious, <laughs> but yeah, go on.、Uh. <laughs> I know, you know, those moments of like actual like chewing. 
were delightful everything that followed it not so much um so but realizing like there are things that i can do like if i'm gonna if i'm gonna hang mm -hmm. how can i do it in a way that's supported physically mentally and emotionally the best yeah. so that for me that means maybe like bringing my own snacks that means maybe making sure to drink like twice as, mu as much water as i would remember to in the moment mm -hmm. just like by default um if i can like mm -hmm. like exercise this power nap power that i have they like, yeah. get sleep in um but then also like this might i don't know why i feel the need to qualify this i don't know who listens to this and if they find this cheesy but that need to be liked it's telling me like you have to qualify it so whatever if you find this cheesy, <laughs> great if you don't great <laughs> so i'll just vocalize that internal dialogue uh, um yeah. but like having some kind of of like a mantra or affirmation to come back to uh, when those parts of me that are still growing like uh, who who care what other people think who uh, worry that other people are are you know making sure that they're comfortable and having a good time like that need uh, to make everyone okay uh -huh. that i have some kind of affirmation reminder to come back to mm. to be like it's not your responsibility like other people's happiness are not your responsibility like it's everyone is having a good time like don't worry about it like this is and just having those moments to interrupt any potential old anxieties that might be running in a situation like that mm -hmm. like having those in my tool belt for a weekend like that would be mm -hmm. would serve really well in the future yeah so like physically supporting myself through sleep and nutrition and hydration yeah emotionally supporting myself with these affirmators Mm -hmm. mantras to to interrupt the anxieties that i can predict yeah um yeah yeah i think those those two in the future would change the game to be honest mm -hmm. and while mm -hmm. of course at the end of that i'll still feel tired yeah perhaps it would lessen it and and i could be more you know present during the weekend i could be more <laughs> more proactive and productive the day after when I'm at work, etc. Mm -hmm. So it's just these little things that I think could could make all the difference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. 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 I what think about you? To, uh, yeah. Yeah, like coming through the pandemic, um, you know, there's pre-pandemic OSIP and post-pandemic OSIP. Yeah. What is, yeah. What's, what is post-pandemic OSIP doing? I mean, the biggest one is honestly the same as yours. And I think that's just going to yeah. require saying no to a lot more stuff. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, yeah, I noticed like by the end of it, it was like I mean, my roommate at the time and I were having a discussion and it was like, you know, like maybe like January and we were like trying to plan like, you know, a mutual like dinner with one, like a dinner with one of our mutual friends. And it was like, he was like, yeah, my calendar's blocked off until like March 14th, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I'm booked <laughs> till like March the 10th, you know? And it's like, how do, how is there a plan that exists every day for the next two months? You know, it's like, <laughs> that's just too much. Like, it's like, you yeah. know, uh, and it was just to the point where none of those things are enjoyable anymore. It's just like mm -hmm. another checklist item that you're crossing off, you know? And then you like start to like mm -hmm. wonder like, oh, why are vacations not fun? And it's like, <laughs> you know, they're just not fun because there's no really like, first of all, it's not a treat, you know? Yeah. It's like, if you constantly have coffee dates, then it's like, it's not a fun thing, you know? It's mm -hmm. just like something you do. Mm -hmm. And I think like, yeah, if you're just like 
experiencing so much like FOMO from like what opportunity you could potentially be losing out on by not doing this. Going a whole year and some change without it made me realize like okay, I wasn't really missing shit. Mm. You know, um and it's like there are lots of people that I miss, don't get me wrong, like you know that I would love to catch up with, but it's like now when I do it's a joy. And uh mm-hmm. I think it's like, you know, been hard for me to say no to plans without justifying it. You know, especially yeah. if it's like frequent, you know, if someone's reaching out to you like frequently and asking you to do something <laughs> and you're always saying no, like I hate that. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think that's like one of those things that I'm going to have to work on, but like the other big one for me is probably crowds. You know, I think mm. I've always had that label on myself too that I'm like a shy person and like, you know, so I don't like crowds. You know, mm-hmm. and like there was a time where I would just kind of like run from crowds or just not be involved in like like places yeah. where it's like really crowded or I would just go and not enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. And then I think I made some headway towards like okay, no, I can be the type of person who enjoys crowds. Like I don't like this label, you know. I don't mm-hmm. like, you know, thinking of myself as a person who can't do something. Like pretty much mm-hmm. ever, you know, and maybe there's like, yeah. you know, more to unpack there. But like, you know, I think like, you know, in like the situations going in before the pandemic I was starting to feel more comfortable in those situations and then pandemic happened and like you know I was going to get some drive through the other week and I noticed there was like a big crowd and I decided to go drive through even though it was longer rather than like going into the restaurant and like you know uh yeah. covid considerations aside I knew honestly that even if that wasn't a factor I wouldn't have wanted to go in you yeah. know and uh I just think of like okay like what is the you know, a container I've put myself in that says I can't do this, you know? What does that bring yeah. with it? And, like, why is it so easy for other people? It must be hardwired, you know? Mm. And I think, like, you know, we talk about neuroplasticity a lot. We talk about, like, changing your interpretations and your assumptions and limiting beliefs and all of that. So I think it's, like, that's one of the tricks that our mind plays on us is making us think that really anything is hardwired, right? Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like, anyone can become anything if you, like, push them in extreme enough of a situation. Like, people are extremely malleable. And I think, like, even though there are certain, like, values that we might hold that are, like, way deeper and more persistent over time than we choose to preserve, it's, Mm -hmm. like, things like that. I like to continue pushing the envelope there, you know? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. saying, like, even though my preference is not to be in a crowd, like, I know from my previous experiences that, like, there's not a lot for me to be gained here. I like being able to put myself in a situation where I can say, like, okay, there's a part of my personality I'm not going to bring to this. Like, you know, my mm-hmm. analytic side is not serving me when I'm in, like, a crowd, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, if I can experience, you know, like, the the experience that other people are having here who are not, like, you know, who are enjoying this experience, it's, like, oh, they actually do gain a lot of energy just from, like, letting go and feeding off of, like, whatever the crowd is giving them, you know? Yeah. And that's, like, a cool thing. Like, you know, just to be able to know that you can, like, shut off one side of yourself and turn on another and, like, kind of just, like create an enjoyable experience everywhere that you are mm-hmm. you know yeah. and as much as like i think it's like i want to deliberately design my life so it's full of as much as many things as i consider to be enjoyable i also have to remember that everything i consider enjoyable now i didn't at one point i <laughs> didn't like working out at a point in my life because it was uncomfortable because i thought i was bad at it sure you know mm-hmm. it's like i didn't like like you know dating at a time because i thought i was bad at it because it was uncomfortable you know so mm-hmm. it's like all of these different things i think it's like they still present an opportunity doesn't mean I'm going to go re- rush headfirst in everything that I hate. But yeah. I just want to like remind myself as we come out of this pandemic, like don't get too comfortable with what you have thinking that it's like all there is. 
Mm-hmm. As much as I love mm-hmm. the life that I've created, I just, I want to love it more, you know. And I think that's like there's <laughs> always ways to do that, you know. Yeah. Expand yes. yourself more. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love all of that for sure, for sure. Yeah, I think so many people kind of miss out on so many things because they've just decided that this is not who they are, and mm-hmm. that who they are is fixed is fixed. Mm-hmm. And that like just because for example I never enjoy I don't enjoy crowds does this mean that you never enjoy concerts like are you limiting yeah, this right. experience right. from yourself exactly. like sports activities like if you go mm-hmm. watch a basketball game or something like and so and that's exactly it yeah 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 I love I love that you spoke to that because I think there's a lot of folks who especially they don't realize necessarily where they're cutting themselves off at because they feel like this is just who I am and they've created like a stopping point in their evolution there. Mm-hmm. So, mm, thanks for sharing. Yeah. That. I love that. Of course, of course. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else cool. pop in mind for you right now before we close oh off gosh. this topic? Um I, well, the only thing that comes to mind is kind of actually just an example of, of what you were just speaking to cuz um like I <laughs> a few years ago my husband and I went to Iceland on a trip and there was a there was a point where I was like I don't think I should go on this trip and yeah. it was because like I can get historically super cranky and super like not a nice person when I'm cold <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like wait 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 so am I just if I don't go on this trip does this mean that uh-huh. I just am a person who does not experience parts do of this things. globe because <laughs> of a certain temperature yeah. like my threshold for participation is like 32 degrees Fahrenheit and below that I'm that's just a hard no like no mm-hmm. this is not who I am and so mm-hmm. yeah to your to your point it's just like when you realize what more can be had and what else can be can open up for you as yeah. a part of challenging your discomfort yeah. and who you believe yourself to be I think oh mm-hmm. my gosh it's just and that's a trip I wouldn't have trained traded for anything like now having right. been on it. So listeners get out there challenge different parts of yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Well, okay, I, I I'm definitely stealing from uh, Lewis House here, but I do want to put a nice clean bow on it and ask you like what's something you're grateful for today? Mm. I love this question. Um, something that I'm grateful for is to be able to share with people like yourself, with people in our communities that uh, are also on this path of just showing up every day and just not not just being the best that they can, but just growing as best they can. Yeah. And saying there is there's always something more um, for me to become, for me to serve and uh, for me to experience. So I'm grateful to share in this process with with people who are on like missions, yeah. (laughs) So beautiful, it's so pure. Thank you so much, Robin. Yeah, I appreciate like the stimulating conversation you brought today. The topic was super relevant to I think so many different people. And uh, thank you everyone who's listening today. I hope you got something valuable out of it and have a great rest of your day. Yes. We'll awesome. catch you next time. Thank you, also. Bye, everyone. Take care. Bye. That's it for today's episode. I hope you all enjoyed. Please let me know if you have any feedback. And as always, please like, 
subscribe if you enjoyed and share with anyone who you think might find this relevant or useful. If there are other topics that you'd love to hear more about, please let me know and we'll make sure to cover them off on an upcoming episode. Thank you again so much for listening and have a great rest of your day. Thank you.